Welcome to Igniting the Fire Within, a limited series podcast presented by Wildfire Magazine and The Burn Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Emily Purcell. Each week for the next year, you'll hear an essay from our book read by the author. Igniting the Fire Within is a collection of stories of healing, hope, and humor, offering an insider's view into today's young breast cancer community. We compiled 50 essays from people diagnosed in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. There's medicine for each of us in these stories, whether you've been personally diagnosed with cancer or not. Wildfire stories in general, but especially the ones you'll hear from Igniting the Fire Within, are stories of transformation. Our storytellers experienced a shift in perspective as a result of something that happened to them. And the cancer diagnosis was not the thing that happened, or it wasn't the only thing. The cancer diagnosis was merely the catalyst for later changes that led our writers to understand the deep truths about the world. Each one of them learned lessons that showed them what it is to live, not just survive, in the glare of cancer. We believe deeply that the stories that change us aren't so much about what happened as they are about what came next. And hearing those stories, true stories of transformation, that's what ignites the fire within each of us. A listener note before we dive in, cancer is a salty business. Sometimes talking about it and the aftermath requires salty language. Listener discretion is advised. Today's storyteller is April Wren. April is a mother, a witch, a writer, a fiber artist, an herbalist, a reader of tarot and elder runes, a chef, and a teacher of felonious souls seeking a second chance. At 36, she was diagnosed with stage 2 hormone receptor positive breast cancer and the PELB2 genetic mutation. Here's April Wren reading her essay titled, From Mom, I Got Strength, Led Zeppelin, and PELB2. From my mom, I got strength, Led Zeppelin, and PELB2. It's midnight. My husband and our daughter are watching the Netflix remake of She-Ra on the television. I'm finally relaxing for the first time today. I've got a glass of wine a little weed, and a big glass of water. Tori Amos is singing sweetly to me through my headset. I'm starting this essay that I've been procrastinating on for no other reason than I didn't know how to put any of this into words. At 36 years old, a day before Valentine's Day, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. My mom had been diagnosed a few years before me, and my husband had always been on my case to have a mammogram. Between work, life, stress, and one of us always being the stay-at-home parent to our daughter. It was one of those things that just got lost in the background. This year, however, he was adamant. And this year, I remembered. They found my stage 2A DCIS at my first mammogram. Of course, biopsies and ultrasounds followed. There were five growths, five of these genetic fuck-ups that would forever change my life. I say genetic fuck-up because that's what it is. I carry the PAL-B2 genetic mutation, a gift from my mom, who in all likelihood received it from her father who died of prostate cancer. And chances are, I've given it to my beautiful four-year-old daughter. Just another thing she can hate me for in later in life. And maybe she won't. I certainly don't hate my mom for it. She's been my stalwart ally, my strength, and most importantly, she's been my mom. We commiserate. We're almost constantly tossing each other tips and tricks to deal with our reality. We're breast cancer survivors. Even then, I hide a lot of what I go through. She's my mom. She doesn't need to worry. 
She doesn't need to know about nights like tonight, where my post-chemo body still can't remember how to take a proper shit, and I'm left sitting on the toilet watching the Great British Bake Off on my iPad while I dig my colon out and swear I'll remember to take my laxatives daily. Increased fiber doesn't help. Trust me. Eating eight bowls of raisin bran a day for a while there. But she didn't have to have chemotherapy. I did. My score for recurrence is still 30% after chemotherapy. My letrozole, my monthly Zolodex, five years of this shit. And four months after chemotherapy, I'm looking at breast reconstruction after a double mastectomy. By the time I'm done with the impact of my first round of cancer, I have a real terror that I'll have just enough time to gear up for the second round. That dreaded inward, metastatic. I'm terrified that I won't see my daughter grow up. I'm terrified of leaving behind my husband, a man that I love beyond words. I'm fucking horrified my mom will blame herself. I'm horrified she already blames herself. But this is our reality. Through our illness, we've become stronger. We have a deeper understanding to help one another. And hopefully, we'll be equipped with enough experience and wisdom to help my daughter should that day come. I'd love to see a cure, but I, unfortunately, have read too much Philip K. Dick and listened to far too much punk rock to believe in a pink ribbon campaign for research. I believe in a corrupt healthcare system that looks to profit off illnesses such as this, but I'd hate to see my life without the Rantadine or the Ativan, the Effexor, the Advil, and don't forget the laxatives. I'll take them over castor oil. Don't worry, I call myself a hypocrite all the time. Cancer is our reality. This year, cancer taught us as a family we are far stronger than we ever gave ourselves credit for. We stripped down and hid nothing. Well, everyone but me did. I'm scared this will kill me. I'm scared I won't be there to help my daughter through it. But none of these fears are going to stop me because my mom gave me so much more than cancer. She gave me strength and Glen Zeppelin. And together we formed this protest line. We're so much more than this. I'm Emily Purcell, and you've been listening to Igniting the Fire Within, a limited series podcast by Wildfire Magazine and The Burn. Check us out at wildfirecommunity.org to order your copy of the book so you can read along each week. You'll also find our magazine and storytelling workshops there. Big thanks to our producer, Bill Smith of Shoe Production, and our production assistant, Monica Haro. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. If you like what you hear, tell your best friend, tell your mom, tell your oncologist. I mean, really tell everyone you know. Or head into your podcast app and leave us a starred review to help others find their way to igniting their own fire within. Oh, 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 oh.